Hi guys, this is Pratik. And this is Neha. Both of us just completed the MBA program at Columbia Business School in 2018. We're sitting here in New York and discussing all these different questions our friends ask us about why we did the MBA, was it worth it, and all the other things that are on your mind. So we just decided to make this podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, let's start with our introductions. So I'm Neha Bansal. I'm originally from Siliguri in West Bengal, where I grew up. After my schooling, I moved to Delhi for uh, pursuing uh, a bachelor's in economics from LSR in Delhi University. Post uh, thoroughly enjoyed studying economics, and then I wanted to explore the build my business acumen, and so I joined SX Lake, which is a boutique consulting firm. Did consulting for five and a half years, traveled around the world. It was so much fun, but I realized that I wanted to know what else is out there. So joined, uh, that's why I joined the CBS, uh, uh, the MBA program at CBS and post that I'm now working as a product manager at Google. Fantastic. I grew up in Calcutta and then in Bangalore. I was obsessed with airplanes. I went and got an aerospace engineering degree in Florida and a mechanical engineering graduate degree. My life's dream was to go design airplanes and I got lucky. I designed business jets at Gulfstream in Savannah, Georgia, in the States. Then I got into the technology entrepreneurship landscape, learned a lot about how to run a company. And when my business was folded, I decided to come back to business school and joined Columbia a couple of years ago. Neha, so tell us two big reasons why you chose to do the MBA. Hmm. So two big reasons. My first one is... uh, the fact that I was working in a tier two consulting firm and I realized I love doing consulting, but I wanted to, I felt that because that was my first job, I had no idea what is the rest of the world like. So it was just the curiosity to meet people from different backgrounds and know what other things could I potentially do and learn more about myself was very important. And the second big reason was as an international being able to make a job switch is usually very tough unless you have a higher education degree in the U.S. so that you can continue to work further. So that those were my top two reasons. What about you, Pratik? I think that I was already doing my dream job mm-hmm. and I learned that dreams are fickle. And once I checked off my ambition of designing airplanes, I wanted to do something that impacted a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Technology seemed like the path forward and entering the landscape of technology I wanted to build my own businesses and after trying entrepreneurship on my own the MBA seemed like a way for me to just think bigger about the world and to think bigger I said which is the biggest market in the world and it was New York so I came to Colombia. Neha what is one or two reasons that you wouldn't recommend an MBA? Ha that is interesting let me give one reason and I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear what you think as well. One reason I would say is if you do you do not know what exactly you want out of the MBA program, I wouldn't recommend doing an MBA. Like it's people, uh, I think it's super important to come in with the solid clarity of what is it that you want to get out of the program because these two years pa- pass really, really fast. So yeah, do not do it if you don't know what exactly you want out of it. All right. Personally, I think that a lot of people just do the MBA because they think they will uh, come out and launch the biggest company in the world right out of the MBA 
that it'll just be another degree and easy like their past experiences. And I think that's wrong. The MBA is this massive financial commitment. It gives you sometimes a massive loan that takes away your appetite for risk. And you're now suddenly in a position that you cannot launch your new company. And secondly, it isn't like studying a few cases will make you an amazing entrepreneur. What will make you an amazing entrepreneur is trying it and learning what you need to learn and then coming at it with a focus of, this is what I need to get out of the experience. As with any educational experience, what you put in is what you get out of it. And so you better be prepared, like Neha said. Yeah, cool. So if you had to describe your MBA experience in Mm -hmm. one sentence, what would that be? The MBA is a $10,000 a month subscription to LinkedIn Ultra. (laughs) That is fantastic, Pratik. I love it. (laughs) How would you describe it, Neha? Well, uh, you know, I think it's, you basically feel broke, but happy most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happiness is good. What is the one thing you loved most about the MBA? I love the fact that I had full two years to invest in myself. So I took like crazy classes I I never thought I would be doing. Like I t- did this independent study with a professor in, on machine learning. And then I took this class in law school, which was about venture capital. I took a class on real estate in the business school. And I feel like that opportunity and time where I could just build on myself was fabulous. I felt so luxurious to be able to take time off from real world and just do this. Yeah. Excellent. That was awesome. What well, about you? What I loved most was, as well, the diversity of the classes I could take. But even more, I loved that I could meet these incredible people from different parts of life that I'd never met before. One close friend was an opera singer. The other is a Broadway star. A third is a person who did retail for Tiffany. And these are just perspectives I never had before. And I think of the world completely differently. Hmm. But if you had to do it again... What would you focus on? Or do you think there was anything you wish you did during the MBA program? I'm going to steal yours, Neha. (laughs) I found that I took the MBA. I had a blast. I partied a lot more than I expected. But I didn't join a lot of the fun clubs that people were being a part of, not realizing that after the MBA, I will never get to have so much fun again. So I would have joined the fun clubs like Follies and the drama episodes that people were doing. Anything you would do differently? Uh, No, actually, it's the same. Yes, absolutely. I feel like, uh, you know, doing a lot, a little bit more on the art side, like dancing more or doing, learning to play a musical instrument, some things that I've always wanted to do more would have been nice. I think Mm. recruitment takes a toll (laughs) to some extent. Speaking of recruitment... What is it like, the recruitment process in the MBA? Ah, it's tough. I think, uh, so I went through recruiting for both consulting and tech. So what I can definitely say is it's a lot of time commitment, but it's doable. All you have to do is plan well. Your calendar it has to like really, really, you live your life by the calendar, basically. And uh, you work hard and you have a lot of resources at the school to get to help you through it. I had a very solid network of friends like yourself with whom I did a lot of mock practices, etc. So it's doable. It's absolutely doable. It's a fantastic experience. You learn a lot about yourself, but it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Cool. What do you think? What did you learn in the MBA program? 
you know, it changed my view of the world. I came in thinking I wanted to do big things in the field of clean energy. So I spent a year just diving deep. I learned so much. I went to so many conferences. And at the end of the year, I interned at a clean energy startup. It was a game-changing experience for me and made me realize that it's skill doesn't scale fast enough. And it's like a little bit like aerospace, things take too much time. So I pivoted again. In two years, I pivoted twice and went back to scalable software. And it taught me so much about myself that I need the adrenaline of a fast-paced environment, that I want to build things in teams um, that have a quick R&D cycle. And so the MBA gave me that context about myself. And living in New York amongst some of the most influential people in the world gave me the sense that all the problems that I'm dealing with seemed just like you have to go in, you have to deal with them, you have to solve those problems instead of using them as excuses for whatever's holding you back in life. And now I think of business as not a slow coming along process, but something that you can plan, that you can allocate resources effectively, that you can prioritize, and that you can track with metrics to scale it into a much bigger venture than a small little company would think. Absolutely. It's fascinating how uh, the internship experience allowed you to try a very absolutely different uh, industry and play with it and then learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think my experience was also very similar when I came from consulting background and I kind of knew, knew that, yes, maybe I will go back to consulting. But I did the summer internship as a product manager in a uh, startup in Israel. And Israel. that's, yeah. And that's when I was just like, wait, what is this? If that's being a PM, maybe I want to do it. So I, that made me give a shot to uh, uh, product management during the full-time recruitment as well. So yeah, I totally get your point. It's so fascinating that an MBA allows you to do this. So I guess of. the takeaway is try something that you wouldn't be comfortable with. Exactly. You will never regret it and there will never be a safer time than say the summer or the fall of your MBA Absolutely. experience. And a lot of people have been asking me that, you know, what else can we do? Like, let's say in the summer, a lot of people end up taking the safer path, mm-hmm. which aligns with their full-time plans. But how else can they experiment new things? And I would like to say that doing school-time internships is also a very good way of experimenting different kinds of roles and companies and industries. So that's something which is highly possible, especially if you're in a city like New York. Which says that when you're planning to go to school, Think about not just the classwork, but think about the opportunities outside of your campus itself. That's a big one. Let's talk about uh, specifically, tactically, was it worth it? You, you're, we're saying all these gushing positive things. Was it worth it, the whole experience? Hmm. Uh, for me, it was absolutely worth it. I had come in to get two things. And I feel that I got both of them. First one being, I wanted to be able to work in a place where I feel I can create a lot of impact. And because I think I was at Columbia, I was able to break into Google and product management. I don't think I would be able to do that if I was not at Columbia. And the second thing is, having uh, been at, uh, I wanted to walk away with a set of close friends whom I will cherish for life. And I think... uh, being at, at Columbia, I met lots of like people with whom I whom I consider like really close friends now, and they will be my support system for the rest of my life. So, yeah, I think it was worth it. Uh, I'll chime in there too. 
if you think of education not as the pursuit of a degree, but as the pursuit of a mindset, then putting in two years just exploring how the whole world works is a fascinating experiment for your whole life. And the returns may not be immediately visible by the job you get right after, but 30 years down the line, if you're still making decisions differently because you learned the opportunity cost of a decision, or you have friends that you can pick up the phone and say, hey, you're at Google, refer me for this position, and that happens instantaneously, it's a very powerful feeling. I will say that it's not all a bed of roses. We talked earlier about the opportunity cost of the approximately, for an American MBA, a $200,000 bill. For most people, that's not an easy gamble. And you shouldn't gamble it just with the hope of everything will just work out. You have to have a plan. Two, uh, I'm sure that there are some dynamics about being an international student that we want to touch on. Yeah, let's talk about opportunities that are available for internationals during the MBA recruiting. Um, do you, what were the stats like in terms of uh, distribution of people going into different industries? Overall, we found that 35% of the people went into finance overall. 35% went into consulting, so services. 20% went into general management and retail, etc. 10% of the population at, I canvassed the top 10 business schools, go into technology in different roles. Hmm. Of these, how many of them do you think sponsor international students in the US? Huh, that's an interesting question. Um, in So this year, well, when we uh, graduated, I feel that the situation was not as favorable for international students when it comes to visa sponsorship by, by com- large companies. So I, consulting had been very favorable for visa sponsorship, but I think other industries did cut down or you know close down their process kind of for recruiting internationals. So it was definitely a tough year when it came to visa sponsorship. Um, and I think that's a big factor that everyone should consider when they are thinking about doing an, an American MBA going forward. Unless the political scenario here changes or evolves for the better. There's also a lot of news around the H-1B. The H-1B visa is the temporary working visa that you can use to work in the States after uh, usually a graduate or undergraduate degree. And what's happening lately is that companies are averse because the government is able to request for further evidence or deny your application just by discretion. So my advice would be to be very careful about the people you're choosing to work with when you're going through this process. And we're going to give you our contact information at the end of this podcast and you can reach out to me or Neha and we'll tell you all about it in detail. All right. So Pratik, what is next for you? I'm very interested in knowing that. Like now that you've graduated, what is next? A whole world of opportunity that seems to have opened up. I am drowning in opportunity, Neha. (laughs) I have also gone into product management and technology in New York City. I am building things that I am passionate about. I'm working on startups with friends of mine that I'm thrilled about working with. And looking forward, not to this year or five years from now, looking forward to 30 years that I think of my career, I imagine that I'm going to be calling up friends like Neha a lot with new ideas that I will tap on friends that I've made in Europe and in India and in Africa But the career looks like I will be able to go chase down my entrepreneurship passion. And it will no longer be 
a myopic, I've got aerospace experience, so I'm going to think only about aerospace. It will no longer be, I'm only going to build the next app. I've just now started to think of the world of business as, here's an opportunity, and here's how you create value from it, and here's how you capture that value so that you can build a company built to last. That's the third-year outlook. What about you, Neha? I just want to underscore the importance of uh, people in your lives, as you said. Um, As you go through the MBA experience uh, and the recruiting experience, you will realize that uh, it's so important to continue to invest in relationships. And a lot of us miss doing that just because we have so much going on in our personal lives and careers. One big advice I have for everyone is that continue to invest in your relationships because it is that which will hold you and support you in the times that you weren't even expecting. And that just means maybe calling a friend maybe once in a month regularly that you that you know someone you care about or maybe just saying a hi on text like whatever it needs uh it needs you do what you need to do yeah okay so we're gonna just do a quick rapid fire and then we're gonna close with some more topics that we're happy to discuss uh, and so my first question to you neha rapid fire is what was the favorite class that you took my favorite class was technology and venture capital in the law school, which is ironically <laughs> not in the business school. Uh, it, it was taught by the general counsels of Palantir and Betterment at that time. Mm-hmm. By far the best class. There were 20 students in the class and I was the only MBA student and I got digged on a lot for doing an <laughs> MBA, but it was fun. I, yeah. What about you? Funnily, my favorite class was taught in the engineering school. <laughs> where, where, uh, three engineers and a policy student, we made a team and we worked with an energy utility and built technology for them. And it, from my vantage point of how do we build a business around it, it was a thrilling experience. That's so funny. <laughs> next question. Okay, next question. Uh, which was your the best trip you took while in the MBA? The best trip, I think, of my entire life so far is a trip I took to Israel and the best ice cream I've ever had was the lavender rosemary ice cream I had in, in the streets of Tel Aviv. Oh, wow. I will say that before coming to the MBA, the only two stamps I had on my passport were India and America. Mm-hmm. And after coming to the MBA, I'm broke but happy, like you said, Neha. <laughs> and have gotten to see so many parts of the world that um, I just feel like an enlightened globetrotter now. Yeah, and, yeah. and our stories are thrilling. Absolutely. Um what was for it Who for was me? your best trip? Yeah, I'm thinking. So it's funny. I did travel a lot. It's mm-hmm. in the MBA with a lot of my with a lot of our friends. Uh, but my favorite trip was when I took five of my MBA friends back to India to attend my friend's wedding. Uh, <laughs> so that was like mind blowing. I took them to my hometown in Siliguri, and then we went to Rishikesh and Delhi, and just. Exp- uh, exposing them to our culture and watching them so, being so excited when they saw monkeys near the river in Rishikesh was just like so satisfying and I felt and, so happy. And you made them dance at the wedding too. Yes, I made them dance at the wedding as well. Yes, <laughs> they, did, yep, they did a great job. Moving to unexpected surprises. Neha, what was the biggest surprise in the MBA program? Huh, so I, I think the biggest surprise for me was you not only have to choose your friends carefully, but you also have to choose your professors carefully. <laughs> so what I mean is that when you're choosing a class, 
it was a lot about who is going to teach their class, even if the subject just seemed like right up your alley. If the professor doesn't uh, does not like you know align with what you were expecting, the experience may not be as good. So it took me one or two bad investments to realize that oh, okay, I need to watch out and collect more feedback from people who have taken this class before to know about whether I should take it or not. What about awesome. you? The biggest surprise I had was there was one moment in class where. I read the case and I had like very clear, this is how we should move forward in this particular business situation. And when I was sitting in class, there was another person who made a claim, we should do the exact opposite. And here is the rationale of why we should do that. And I was just blown away by how clear his logic was and how I completely agreed with him, but I still completely disagreed with him. And I could state my point and we spent the next 15 minutes debating it out. The answer was business has no clear answers. <laughs> And that was a big surprise to me. Yep. So Neha, we've said a lot about the value of people and all the high level insights we've gained from the MBA. But tactically speaking, what did you learn that, for example, you use during within your career right now? Absolutely. Um, I spent a lot of time during the MBA program enhancing my hard skills, which I thought was an, like a very, very good decision I made early on. So for example, I taught myself how to code in Python. And that gave me a lot of confidence as I showed up for my uh, interviews at Google and other product management roles. So that is one. And the second thing was, another tactical thing was adding diversity to the type of classes I took. That helped me get and build and form an opinion about different types of industries and be more aware Mm -hmm. was another big thing I would recommend. Yeah, I think those were my top two. What about you? Tactically, I had spent all of my time saying yes to every opportunity that came my way in undergrad and in my professional career. But in the business school, I would say yes and yes and yes and notice that in my calendar there were four things happening simultaneously. And I came up with how I was going to make the decision of I will not go to this, I will choose this time for dinner, or I will really prioritize this versus the other. So prioritization was this big thing that I came away with. Absolutely, time management, yeah very important to be successful at the business school. I personally felt that people I worked with in the business school were people I ended up becoming close friends with and, you know, I feel way much more connected. So, whereas there's this other set of people with whom you partied a lot and you hung out a lot, what was your experience like? Did you also feel that? I agree. I think the people that you worked with become closest. The people that you travel with, I think, also become really close to you. Which my mentor once told me that, hey, Pratik, if during the MBA program, somebody invites you to go have a $25 burger, even though you don't want to have a $25 burger, say yes and go get that burger. Because it isn't that you're paying for that burger. You're paying for the privilege of being able to sit surrounded by the world's most interesting people. And that is priceless. Absolutely. All right, so we will wrap up with this. And uh, in case you have any questions that you, or anything you want to lo- know more about, feel free to reach out to Pratik or myself. Yes, we are going to post our contact information. Importantly, we are getting a lot of questions about tactical things like the application process, about recruiting, about the visa situation, about particular product management or consulting interview style preparation. We're happy to do more episodes Related to that, we'd love your feedback. And could you please comment on what you'd like to hear about further so that we can help you out more? 
Yep. Till then, ciao. Have a great day.